It's The Rendezvous with Simon Marcel and Angie Taylor. Hello, bonsoir. Good evening. Welcome to The Rendezvous with Simon Marcel and Angie Taylor. Bonsoir, Simon Marcel, our French romantic. Ah, good evening, Angie Taylor. Bonsoir. Hello. So it's Monday. We are back from the weekend. Mm-hmm. We are in full holiday season. I feel like there's holiday music everywhere you go. Yes. I was traveling over the weekend. I was on the plane, uh-huh. flipping through my magazines. I always love buying all the like gossip magazines <laughs> before I get on the plane. I got to go through them all. But what am I doing on this plane? I'm reading OK Magazine, and guess who I see in my lap? Simon Marcel. <laughs> because you have a feature in yeah. OK Magazine. So Yeah, I'm what they call the love doc. You are the love doc. Yes. And they say expert Simon Marcel answers your relationship questions, kind of like how we do here on The Rendezvous. Same thing, really. Love, dating, romance, relationships. I do like that OK Magazine has now switched and started asking you some holiday questions because I want to get to those. Mm -hmm. You know, when you're in a relationship, when you're married, if you're divorced, whatever the situation is, there's a new dynamic that comes into the holidays. And um, I see that in this issue that you answered a lot of these holiday questions. Yes. Have you ever had to go to someone else's home that you were dating for a holiday, Simon? I did. Okay. And I liked it. You did? I did. Well, you had a good experience. I had a good experience. It's not good for everybody. True. So let's talk about some of these questions that you answered. And I also want to take calls on your holiday questions with your dating, love, romantic life, married life, whatever it is. Next, 855-905-8255. That's coming up on The Rendezvous with Simon and Angie. Thanks for checking out The Rendezvous with Simon and Angie tonight. Simon Marcel, our French romantic. Um, You are in OK Magazine every month. Yes, very proudly. You are the love doc, they call you. (laughs) I know. I told them to call me the humble servant, but they still call me the love doc. Well, I like that. I love the love doc. Yes. And uh, we're talking in this issue that I saw on the plane the other day about... Romantic mm-hmm. issues regarding the holiday season, parties, dinners, uh, etiquette with in-laws and things like that. And I wanted to read a couple of these questions. You don't have to answer me exactly like you did in the issue, but I just thought some of these were really good. Um, here's one that I saw, Simon. My boyfriend doesn't get along with my family at all, but I still want him to join us at Thanksgiving dinner. Do you have any advice? I liked your advice in the magazine. Tell us what you told them. Yes, um, I told that lady to tell her boyfriend to be polite and respectful. Mm -hmm. There's something that is very important, no matter what you feel, how you feel, to be respectful and polite to each other's family. And if you can't be polite and respectful, just don't bring them. Right. I mean, that's the rule, the basic rule, the fundamental rule of any interaction with families. Be polite and respectful. Well, plus you're in someone else's home. Yes. And they are inviting you for a holiday with their family, which is a special thing. And you don't want to disrespect someone in their home. They're serving you a meal. Uh, they're bringing you into their family. I understand that Thanksgiving, Christmas, whatever holiday it is, there are so many issues that might come up on a dinner table where you have to bite your tongue, and it's mm-hmm. not always easy. But if you're being invited and you're trying to get along with this family, the best is to maybe save it for another day. Yeah, exactly. Be polite. Be polite, always. And thankful and respectful. I like that, Simon. Mm -hmm. Here's another one. My husband and I always argue over whose family to spend the holidays with. How can we, we resolve this without damaging our marriage so meaning what they have to go back and forth i feel like that's everybody in a in a relationship i mean that that question of like where to go 
uh, who's go first, what family. It should be resolved almost like simply by one year, your family. I would be ladies first, so I would go to my girlfriend family first. Yeah. Next year, my, my family, and back and forth. And like this, it's never a question anymore, right? Would you be okay with that? I mean, if you were... I have situation- to do that. I mean, I do. And not only do I have to do that, I have to do it because uh, my daughter splits her holidays between her father and I. So if I have her for Thanksgiving, he gets her for Christmas. Then I get her for New Year's. I mean, it kind of... You know, we take turns, right? And you might have to do that in a relationship as well. I mean, most people have to. Have you have you ever had a problem with uh, your daughter's father about this? The timing? No, no, it's we haven't had a problem because it's in a court order. But <laughs> <laughs> okay. But honestly, and it's helpful when you're in a relationship with someone and both of your families are in the same city. Yeah. You know, sometimes you can go somewhere for dinner and the other place for dessert or vice versa. So true. If you are on different sides of the planet or in different cities, it becomes a little bit more difficult. And I think, Simon, that was good advice. You Thank have to you. take turns. You do have to take turns. As simple as that. I mean, you know. You got to make it fair. Always. Or, or I would say, whose house is more fun? You know? No, 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 no. No, <laughs> no you can't do that, honestly. No, no. But um, I want to hear about... You know, what drama or how you've dealt with these situations when it comes to family, when it comes to holidays, you know, any of the things we talked about or maybe one of your own. 855-905-8255. Let's hit the phones next, Simon, Mm -hmm. and uh, dish out some advice next on The Rendezvous with Simon and Angie. This is The Rendezvous with Simon and Angie. Love, dating, romance, and relationships. And tis the season for relationship drama. You Holiday parties, family events, things like that. Let's go to the phone, Simon. 855-905-8255. What are you dealing with regarding your partner for the holidays? Listening right now in Arlington Heights, Illinois on 93.9 My FM. Here's Lisa. Hi, Lisa. Hi, how are you? Bonjour. We are great. (laughs) So what's going on? I hear something with your boyfriend. Tell us a story. Yeah, um, we've been together for three years, and our families are far away, out of state, so it's not really an option to go spend Thanksgiving with them. And my boyfriend wants to go to his friend's house. I don't know them very well. There's going to be a bunch of kids running around and it's kind of, it's out of town and I'll be stuck there. Like, even if I wanted to leave, I couldn't. And I would rather that he and I just stay home and cook together and enjoy the day, you know, quietly at home. I don't really want to sign up for like a somebody's house and stay all day. Does that mean you have to spend the night or something? Yeah, we would because it's, it's um, not too far out of town, but far enough that we probably would spend the night. So it's just one night overnight. Have you and your boyfriend spent a holiday, just the two of you, where you did do what you were suggesting, where you cooked and you stayed home? Yeah, and we had a good time. And I'm trying to tell him that. But he's saying, why don't we do something different, which is valid, but I don't really like that idea. Okay, can you hold on one second? Um, Lisa, I want to keep you on for the next break here, and I want to hear Simon's advice. And I have some advice for you as well. Should she go... With boyfriend to his friend's house, there's a lot of family there, there's, you know, a big party, or stay home like they do all the time, and she cooks and they have a night to themselves. When we come back on The Rendezvous with Simon and Angie. Welcome back. You're listening to The Rendezvous with Simon and Angie. We still have on the line in Illinois, Lisa saying, hey, my boyfriend of three years wants to go to friends um, for the holidays this year. And I want to stay home with him. That's what we always do. Mm -hmm. I don't feel like being around other people. And that's basically the question. Am I right, Lisa? Yeah, pretty much. Mm -hmm. 
Okay, so Simon, what do you say about that? Well, Lisa, I, if I was your boyfriend, I would like you to say yes to the idea to do something different and which leads you the following year to do also something different. I, I think monotony is an enemy of relationships, of, mm-hmm. of, of monogamy. So I would advise you to go with it in a fun spirit. If, if it sucks, terrible. You'll have to, you don't have to do it ever again. I don't know what Angie will say. But. I agree with Simon. Because you have been dating three years and every holiday you seem to do the same thing. You have no family yeah. close by, so you guys are always together. And I know you don't know these people very well, but this is also a sign that her boyfriend is really into her because he wants to bring her into his personal life with his friends and, you know, like, let's make her more visible to my friends and their families as well. He's incorporating you into his... Framily, as I call it, friends that are family. Good point. And that's a great thing. And like Simon said, if it's not great, maybe next year you stay home again. Maybe you go to a restaurant for dinner. Exactly. A holiday dinner. I mean, try different things, see what sticks, and you might make some new friends out of his friends. Absolutely. Yeah, maybe it will be fun anyway, and he'll be happier if I... <laughs> if I'm up for it, you know. Exactly. He's. It sounds like he's been making you happy by staying home all these times. Maybe try it his way one time and see what see what happens. Yes. All right. Okay. Thank so, you. You're welcome. Happy holidays. Thanks for calling the rendezvous. Thank you, Lisa. Thank you. Hey, thanks for listening to The Rendezvous tonight with Simon and Angie. It is the holiday season. So many calls and emails coming emails coming into simonandangie.com. Also, our phone line, 855-905-8255. People needing advice mm-hmm. when it comes to love, dating, relationships, and romance with your significant other. Yes. Um, or maybe yourself and your kids, whatever it is. Um, Simon Marcel, our French romantic, is here. Yes. And I will give you some real advice, too. So please feel free to send an email at any time if you need advice. And let's go to our emails now, Simon. Listening in Albany, New York on 99.5 The River, here's Leandra. And she says, hi, guys. I just found your show and I love it. Thank Thank you. you. Thank you very much. I need some advice. My boyfriend's family doesn't drink at all. Mm. I do. And now we have to go to their house for the holidays. I don't want to not drink the whole time just because they're against it. Should I smuggle in some liquor or would that be wrong? What am I supposed to do? Um, Simon, what what advice would you give to Leandra? And I... I think you're good for this because you don't drink at all either. Mm-hmm. And I don't. What, how would you feel if a girl you were dating decided to smuggle in a flask or something into your family dinner when they're very against it? So, Leandra, uh, and thanks for the email. I don't think you should really bring any alcohol at the table. Uh, you can drink before, you can drink after. It? What if she hides I, it? But if you get caught, it becomes, I would really, for the dinner, I would abstain. And then afterwards or beforewards, do whatever you want to do. It's fine. But I just think you go to somebody's house, you go under their rules, and you have to respect these rules. What if she just, you know, like asks for a Sprite for dinner and then, you know, puts a little vodka in it, nobody sees her. They don't know. It's all clear. Well, I mean, you can take the risk. I just feel you have a lot to lose, not much to gain for a couple hours, right? For some people, it's really hard to get through someone's the, family. The family dinner. That, that you're, that well, you're, how you know? about a little you know, uh, liquor before the dinner? Uh, we call that pre-gaming. Thank you. Pre-gaming. So, yeah. little pre-gaming. <laughs> little pre-gaming Right, before. so just to get in the mood. Uh-huh. But I don't think for dinner. I think, Angie, I, that's my take. You know, you have two rules. If I go to somebody's house and that's yeah. the rule, I but just go with it. But they don't know I'm breaking the rules. <laughs> I, I mean, honestly, I would probably smuggle something because it would drive me crazy to be around 
a whole group of people, have conversations, be in a social situation, and not have any spirits for even, the spirited even holiday. If you have right before the dinner and you can have afterwards? Well, that wears off after a little while, Simon. Okay. I mean, come on. I, well, don't know I, how you know, I know you don't drink. You, this is how it works. Like, sometimes <laughs> to get through events, some people but need. It would make you look bad if you could. So make sure if you'd go that road. Do Don't not get, get caught. caught because like that it. would create a major problem. Okay, see? I made Simon a little bit sneaky on this one. He said... Just if you do, don't get caught. Look into what you make me do. Aha. Look, look what you make me do in it's advice. It's still romantic. You know, she'll have oh, more yeah, fun. Yeah, 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 don't yeah. you think? No? All right. Well, Leandra, whatever you decide to do, we both <laughs> wish you luck. And happy holidays. And happy sure. holidays. <laughs> and have fun no matter what. Yes, come okay? on. Just a few hours. Okay, Simon, when we come back, I want to talk about other things you should not do when right. you're a guest in someone's home for Thanksgiving or Christmas or Easter Whatever the holidays, what is off limits behavior wise? Yes. Um, with your maids at their parents' house, at grandma's house, at their company party, <laughs> whatever it is, next on the rendezvous. This is the rendezvous with Simon and Angie. The conversation is do's and don'ts at a holiday dinner party, whatever. You got invited somewhere. Uh, or you invited someone to your house, and they showed it really inappropriate behavior. Simon, what do you think is uh, one of the bad things you can do if someone invites you to their home and you show up? You show up drunk. You show up uh, dressed inappropriately, either too provocative or too slobby. Yes. That would be bad. Look clean. If you, if you look are not decent. Yes. Be respectful, <laughs> be respectful to parents, by the way. Don't you think always when you show up at somebody's house, even if it's not a holiday, you bring a gift? Oh, a Some great one. sort of gift. Yes. Do not come empty and in a family or friend holiday party. Even a bottle of wine, a dessert, Any, a anything. candle, yeah, whatever it anything. is. It's a gift just, for the hostess. Exactly. Or that, host. Exactly. Uh, and, and another thing that I've witnessed is don't be a Debbie Downer, by the way. Oh, I was just going to say that. I have an in-law who every holiday that he shows up at, he is, I have a headache, and he sits on the couch, and he sleeps. Debbie Downer. He, Debbie Downer. He doesn't participate in conversation. He, he doesn't even want to, like, sit with everyone at the main table. He wants to sit with the kids. Like, he just is so removed that everyone feels very uncomfortable around him. And he does it for everything, birthday parties, you know, Easter, Christmas, you name it. It's ridiculous. So don't be that person either. Exactly. <laughs> you know, bring you joy of life. Yes. La joie de vivre. It's the most joyous time. Exactly. All right, more of The Rendezvous when we come back. You're listening to The Rendezvous with Simon and Angie Love, dating, romance, and relationships. Simon Marcel, our French romantic, is here as always. And you are the American realist that oh. keeps me real when I go too romantic. Well, thank you. I mean, love isn't always enough, Simon. You Ooh. know what I'm saying? Ooh, so la la. I want to talk about love languages. Yes. Have you heard of this before? Yes, the okay. five of them, right? The five love languages. It was a bestseller. It's a big book. And this comes up because our assistant producer, Trisha, was saying that her girlfriend was saying, hey, I've been dating this guy for years. Mm -hmm. He has never, ever posted a picture of me on social media, which, by the way, would drive me crazy because I feel like we show everything on social yeah. media. And if you're not showing the person you've been in love with for years, what are you showing? And he finally did post a picture of him and his girlfriend on Instagram after three years. 
and she was just blown away. And it went into this whole thing of the love languages. Like, that's important to her. That is an affirmation for her, which is one of the love languages, words or signs of affirmation. And so when we come back, Simon, I'm going to go over the five love languages. I think that they can kind of strike a chord in everybody. You'll recognize what yours is. And this is maybe a way for you to ask more for what you need in someone. Once you recognize what makes you feel the best, you have to demand it a little bit more in order to thrive in your relationship. And I want to find out from you what you think yours is. Mm -hmm. And, you know, we'll go around the room and find out everybody's love language. What is your love language? Yes. When we come back on The Rendezvous with Simon and Angie. You're listening to The Rendezvous with Simon and Angie. Thanks so much for being with us tonight. 855-905-8255. The topic is love languages. Yes. So many people have read the book, um, you know, The Five Love Languages. It was a bestseller. The reason this is coming up tonight is because our assistant producer, Trisha was saying her girlfriend has had this man she's been with for years, and he would never post a picture of them together on social media. Let's face it. If it didn't happen on social, it didn't really happen, is what a lot of people Facebook say. Facebook official. Uh, or, yes, being Facebook right. official, Instagram official. He finally did it, and she felt so good. That is a love language because it's a sign of affirmation. So, Simon, I want to go through the love languages in case you haven't read it or, <laughs> you know, the listeners haven't read it and don't know yes. what they are because we can identify what ours is and ask more for that in our relationship. So, number one, acts of service. Can I just say this is my love language? Acts of service. Yes. You feel most love and appreciated when your partner thinks about what they can do to ease your responsibilities that are weighing on you and they take care of it. So hearing, let me help you with that. I already took care of it is more exciting to you than a naked picture. So (laughs) this sounds really unromantic in a way, but to me, it's super romantic. I'll give you an example. I was flying home from New York over the weekend. Yes. My husband said, you know what I did this weekend? I'm trying to get the house ready. We have a lot of people coming in for the holidays. I organized all the closets. I got rid of like things we don't need. I made it look cleaner, neater in the pantry for when your mom is in there looking for something. I was like, oh my gosh, that's something I don't have to do. I love you so much. Or when he says, you know, I picked up our daughter from school today. Don't worry about it. I got dinner. Don't worry about it. He knows I'm busy. So to me, it's very thoughtful. Mm -hmm. And he's trying to ease my burden. And I love that. Is that the love language? If you look at the beginning of... Well, I mean, there's always other things, but I think the most... That's your favorite. Because I can't get in the mood for ooh-la-la, for relaxing, for quality time, unless... I have other things done. How can I relax and get in that mood until then? That's just me. So that's the first one that he listed. Number two is words or signs of affirmation. And that's what we were talking about with the photos, Simon. Mm -hmm. Um, Your number one love language is words of affirmation, actions. Do not speak louder than words. Unsolicited compliments make you feel secure and happy in your relationship. Hearing I love you on a regular basis is important. Helps you believe you're loved. Hearing the reasons behind why they love you is even more important. So it can't be just a throwaway, I love you. No. It's I love you because blank. I love you because when I was sick last night, you made me chicken soup and it makes me feel so special. I love you because you're so good at being a mother. Whatever it is. I like that one. No, I I think uh, I understand. Okay. Number three is quality time. 
Having your partner's undivided attention is the time when you feel most appreciated. Distractions during quality time, postponing dates make you feel like you're not important. And that will be mine. Quality time. I think so. I feel like a lot of times we have more than one. So that's one of yours. Yeah, that's one of mine. Okay. Receiving gifts may sound materialistic, but uh, actually has to do with the thought behind the gift. So, you know, if they know that you are super into, I don't know, football, and hey, I got you and your friend tickets to go to this football game of this sports team that you love. It's mm-hmm. not about me. It's about you and your friend going and enjoying because I know you love it. Is that one of yours? Gifts? No. No. Surprisingly, it's not. <laughs> mine, mine either. Mine, my other one is number five, physical touch. Mine too. Yours too. Yeah. So it's not about intimacy and ooh la la all the time. It's holding hands, hugging, pat on the back. When my husband touches me and guides me through a restaurant on the lower back, you know, like swiping my hair out of the way because it's in my face when I'm talking, like little gestures like that. No, absolutely. I think it's the, the expression of tenderness and, and that is priceless because it's not done for the ooh like you said, there's nothing in return. It's done out of love, out of caring yes. and, and being kind Intimacy, and paying attention. Yes. Doting on that person so you love. So I think the physical touch is a huge one. So holding hands. I love holding hands. You're so. a physical touch and you're a quality time. That would be me, yes. I'm an acts of service and physical touch. Yep. That sounds really, really selfish. Like, serve me and serve me again. <laughs> that, <laughs> that's, oh, that's terrible. I just think about that. That's All right. You. I want to find out everybody else's. I want to find out people at our show, too. 855-905-8255. When we come back, what is your love language next on The Rendezvous? You're listening to The Rendezvous with Simon and Angie. The topic right now is your love language. Mm-hmm. Um, This all started from our assistant producer, Trisha, whose girlfriend said she was super happy because after three years, her boyfriend finally posted a picture of them together online. That was an affirmation, um, which is, you know, words of affirmation, things that show that you're together, things that make you feel together. So I want to go around the room. Simon, you said yours was the quality quality time time. and the physical touch. And mine was acts of service and physical (laughs) touch. Sounds so demanding. It sounds terrible out loud. Um, But let's go to Trisha. Hey, Trisha, this all started because of you. So I'm dying to know what are your love languages or love language? So I thought it was going to be words of affirmation, but the more I was thinking about it, I need quality time. Like I just, yeah, just one-on-one time because I remember I, I was dating somebody for about a year and a half. And we would plan to do things together. And then he somehow his friends would like show up. And I'm like, I just want one-on-one time oh, with you. Like I friends. don't Yeah, like if we're out at like a bar or something like that, or like a restaurant, and then somehow it would turn into like, oh, let's invite these people out. And I'm like, oh, I just wanna hang out or I just wanna like go back to the house and watch a movie together. Just quality time. That would bother me if every time I was on a date. My yeah. husband brought his friends along. Yeah, like they like showed a, up. Yeah, it's a bad sign. That means the guy is not is a bit bored with you. That's oh, why. That's why oh, he's not oh, here. And he's bored. Wow, I'm a <laughs> snooze fest over here. Or maybe he's really insecure that he doesn't know how to act and he needs men for backup. His, well, he needs his boys for backup. This is why he's an ex, though. Exactly. Yes, I'm All glad right. he's an ex. I want to f- find out from Jill, our executive producer, what hers is next when we come back. Thank you so much, Trisha. You, like, open up this whole vault tonight. Um, more on Love Languages next on The Rendezvous. 
Welcome back. It's a rendezvous with Simon and Angie. We're still talking about the love languages tonight. You can, you know, find out what yours is, acts of service, words of affirmation, quality time, getting gifts, and also physical touch. And our producer, Jill, will be posting those on simonandangie.com. In case you're not quite sure, you can read the description. But Jill... Hello. Hello there. What is your, I'm very curious about you because Jill is our like hippie girl, our granola girl. We love our crystals and all those things. And I'm very much like you too. (laughs) But I want to know what is your love language? Well, I think this might sound bad, but mine is gifts. Yours is gifts. Gifts? But not expensive gifts. I'm not saying that, but like something that shows me that you're thinking of me. Yeah. That's what I love. I, I don't think that's a bad thing. I think people are like, oh, shower me with Gucci, Prada, whatever. No, this is, I was walking through um, the airport and I saw a keychain with a snow globe on it. And I know you love snow globes, mm-hmm. so I grabbed you one. Like, it has to be nothing. Or, hey, I know this is your favorite flower. Right. And I was walking down the street and I grabbed a couple for you. Exactly. Your favorite candy. Whatever you want to bring me that makes me think that you're thinking of me when we're not all together. Day. All yes. day. I love that. I think that's good. What would be your number two? Uh, words of affirmation. Words I of affirmation. Be told, yes, I love you. The, I love you. I love you. Yes, You're amazing. You do yes. a great job. I, I can see that. Different. I honestly can see all of these for myself, but <laughs> I'm trying to think of the ones that I, you know, relate to the most. But for you, Jill, I can definitely see that. Interesting. I didn't expect that from Jill. Really? The gift as the number one. No. Gift, but well, it's but not a gift. Gift. See, he's thinking it's materialistic. It's, it's just not the thought. It's if you get a gift for someone. That is unexpected. You know, something she mentioned six months ago that she loves and Mm -hmm. all of a sudden there it is. That's, wow, you've been thinking about it, planning it, plotting it because you're thinking of me. It doesn't have to be expensive. I I, I get it. I respect that. I'm just surprised knowing her. I thought she was going to say something different. I love it. All right, more of The Rendezvous with Simon and Angie when we come back. Thanks for listening to The Rendezvous with Simon and Angie. Tonight, love, dating, romance, and relationships. Our French romantic Simon Marcel is here. Bonjour, Angie. Bonsoir, Simon Marcel. Bonsoir. Bonsoir. Good evening, Angie Taylor. Good evening. Good evening. So we get so many emails that come into simonandangie.com. And by the way, you can reach us anytime there or on our social Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, Simon and Angie. Mm -hmm. Um, We're going to do a date or dump. dump. Yes, this is our favorite. Someone sending in an email to us saying, hey, this is what's going on in my relationship. I don't know if I should even continue to date them or dump them. What do you guys think? We'll give you our opinion. Yes. Are you ready, Simon? I am ready, Angie. This comes to us from Candice listening in Gary, Indiana on 93.9 MyFM. She says, I've been dating this guy for three months. And he seems great, but I've heard him on the phone with his mom a few times, and it seems like they don't have a good relationship. He was straight up yelling at her on one of the phone calls. I'm not sure over what. I didn't ask, but I've always heard that the way a man treats his mother is the way he'll treat you. So I'm wondering, should I date or dump him? It's been three months. He was yelling at mama on the phone. Simon, what do you say? Uh, Candice, uh, thanks for your email. It's not the way he treats his mom that matters. It's the way his mom treated him that matters. Uh, because you learn how to love and hate and act the way you receive. You're the receiving end as a son. So his kindness towards you depends on how much kindness he received. So I feel like I would give it more time. I would date. I don't think it's the end of the world at this stage. Uh, I don't know what was it about. You know, we don't know. She, Candy said she does not really know what the right. argument was about. Um, 
But definitely all of us sons uh, have learned to behave or not to behave with our own mothers. And so that is something to look for. Not the way we talk to our mothers, the way our mothers talk to us is what matters. I, I mean, I get that, Simon, because... Listen, my family and I have a contentious relationship. I didn't grow up in the best environment. Mm -hmm. There have been times where I've had fights with my mom on the phone that if someone didn't know the backstory, they would think, wow, they are yelling at each other. She's crazy. Like, what's going on? Or my father. Mm -hmm. Um, uh, Simon, I agree with you. I don't think this is a dump situation. I think you need to see more how does he treat others? How does he treat other people? How does he treat the person on the street? How does he treat an elder? How does he treat waitstaff in a restaurant? And then you get more of an indication because you don't know the backstory, like Simon said. There might be a really nasty, you know, he might have a lot of reasons to be angry with his mother, but you don't know because you said, you know, I didn't ask and that's respectful and that's nice, but Maybe it's only three months in down the road. If you keep seeing him speak to his mother this way and nobody else, I think you could assume that there's an issue with his mom. If he speaks to everybody that way, I think you can assume there's good an point, issue with Angie. him. Exactly. I, I, very good point, Angie. And and the way he talks to you, by the way, is yes. still the most, the important. most important. At the end of it all, uh, people have very contentious uh, a relationship with some of their parents and might be the sweetest uh, to each other. Right. So I would say give it a chance. Maybe down the road he'll open up about that relationship. Maybe down the road you'll see if he treats other people this way or you, and you can go from there. Follow your intuition. So we both say date. date. All right. Date and keep one ear open, Candace. Keep one ear open. <laughs> and thank you so much for listening tonight to Thanks. The Rendezvous with Simon and Angie. We'll take your emails anytime. Simonandangie.com if you need some advice too. More when we come back. Thanks for listening tonight and hanging out with us on The Rendezvous with Simon and Angie. We hope we helped you with some of your love, dating, romance, and relationship issues. If you missed the show, want to listen back, check out simonandangie.com. Simon, we had some great topics tonight. Yes, yes. another great show. Yeah, we're getting into the holiday time of year, and there's a whole new bag of drama that comes with that. Um, Spending the holidays at your partners, family, their friend's house. That came from a phone call from Lisa. We also talked about the five love languages. Yes, we did. Um, What is most important to you when you're in a relationship and how can you project that to let your partner know that you need those things? And then holiday questions that came from your feature in OK Magazine, Simon. Mm -hmm. This one in particular was about, hey, we're always home on the holidays Every year, he wants to go to a friend's for the first time this year. I don't really want to go. But that's where your Simon Says came in. Thanks, Angie. I said, and I mean it, monotony is the enemy of monogamy. If you continue uh, the same thing every day, to do the same thing every vacation, every holiday, you drive your partner and yourself nuts. Yeah. And, and the boredom leads to really big red flags. You can't have toast for breakfast every morning. Sometimes you have to have yeah. toast with jelly. Sometimes you have to Change have fruit. Jelly, yeah. Sometimes you have to have an omelet. You never know. It's so true. So really, remember, monotony is the enemy of monogamy. That's what people sometimes stray. We get in a routine. And then and people are too bored. Mm-hmm. Things happen. All right. So yes, spice it up. Do something different. Take Simon's advice and, and you know make sure you're always keeping things new and fresh. Yes. That's the work in relationships. All right. Thank you so much for being with us tonight. We have more tomorrow if you want to send us an email or anything on social, Simon and Angie, and also simonandangie.com.
Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Until tomorrow, this is The Rendezvous with Simon and Angie. Bonne nuit, Angie. Bonne nuit, Simon. The Rendezvous Show with Simon Marcel and Angie Taylor.